news from Section 400 Twitter Spaces team is back after the monster Shohei Otani deal goes through 10 years, $700 million to stay in L.A. But for the team that wears white and blue, the Los Angeles Dodgers secure Otani <clears throat> 10-year, $700 million deal. That is a lot of money. Uh, Almost a billion dollars over 10 years. I mean, it's it's the craziest deal uh, the last 10 or 20 years, maybe of all time. This guy uh, has just totally recreated the free agent market. He pitches. He hits. It's unbelievable. $700 million over 10 years. The Dodgers get their guy. And we'll get Will up right here as the first listener. What's going on, Will? Oh, absolute madness. Absolute madness. It's um, nuts. I, I had a feeling this was going to break. It seemed like yesterday. I was, we were either, It seemed like we were going to get the news like really recent. It seems like yesterday. That's when things started to really ramp up. Um. But it honestly, it, it's crazy because it, it seemed like before a few days ago, it was really just Dodgers and Blue Jays. And then it seemed like the last few days, it seems like he was really trending towards the Blue Jays. And then last second out of nowhere, I get the notification on my phone that he signs to the Dodgers. So do you think they were using the Blue Jays against the Dodgers? Like, was it always the Dodgers? I feel like it was always the Dodgers. And they used that second team to either bid up the price a little bit or use it as a scare tactic to get the uh, Dodgers to jump on it. Um, I think, I just feel like it was always the Dodgers. Like was it, were the blue Jays, do you think they really had a shot? I I mean, as a second team, probably. Cause I feel like that it couldn't have just been the Dodgers. Obviously that was going after them. Cause I, I think it was really just the Dodgers, the blue Jays, the giants, but it seemed like the Dodgers and the Blue Jays were the only two teams that were being talked about the entire time. Uh, I could see it because, I mean, I remember, like, when this was happening, when, like, Bryce is a free agent and he almost went to the Giants and then the Giants and the Phillies were like, oh, no, we got to offer more. Um, Right. But it's, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, a $70 million AAV, I think the next closest is Judge with 45, I want to say. So the fact that he just doubled the AAV, after Judge just signed a record-breaking deal after one offseason is is absolutely insane. So if Otani was pitching next year, would this deal be for more money? Would we see, you know, nine hundred million over ten years, or do you think this is the number he was always going to get, regardless of uh, you know the injury that he's facing? Uh, you know, that's going to not allow him to pitch. Uh, I don't know because there could be some like weird rework into his deal that like I don't know maybe some like incentive bonus with his deal, but I don't I don't think I I can't imagine if it was it would be a slight change to his deal, but like um, maybe seven hundred and fifty million if he's able to pitch it, for the next two years. Yeah, it could have been, but it, it seems like he could come back. You could. Pitch next year, uh, not this next season, but pitch in twenty twenty five or possibly, or at least in twenty twenty six for sure. Yeah. Um. But no, I think more because the, the thing is now that we were talked about it, literally this just broke too. 
um, the deal also has no opt-outs. So they are fully So he's committed. there for life. Yes, he's here pretty much. I think he's, what, 28? So he's here till he's 38 years old and has got no opt-outs. Um, so, and no it's interesting. Tra- they can't trade him, no opt-out, nothing. No, I, well, I didn't see anything life. about a no-trade clause, but I just saw there's no opt-outs. Uh, I don't know if they reported no trade-outs just yet. But as of right now, there's no opt-outs, so he's got a 10-year deal. I, I may I don't know if there'd be a no uh, trade deal no trade clause because you know how the Dodgers are they love signing these guys and then kind of just flipping them after like a few years I mean you see it with Mookie you see it with uh, look they you know they like they had or not Mookie I'm um I'm calling it blank uh, you see it like with Machado and they yeah, they Machado. go after Trey Turner they go after a lot of these trade for these big names and flip them maybe after a few years but I guess they're solely committed on them. It feels like Otani's probably going to be there for a good while, um, as long as he keeps his his uh, you know stu- superstar play up, and and that's you know he's doing everything he can to be that all star caliber caliber player and putting up good stats and good numbers. Uh, it seems like he's probably he's going to see this contract out, uh, you know, until he's thirty eight, and maybe there's an extension. Uh, when he is 38, uh, because this, you know, with modern medicine getting better and better, we could see him uh, possibly playing into his 40s. Well, it's interesting, too, because obviously with that price tag, they're paying him as a pitcher and a hitter. There's no way you're paying some, uh, you're paying a hitter slash, you know, someone $70 million a year uh, for him to not pitch and hit. Obviously, he won't pitch for the next maybe year or two. But I'm going to be more intrigued if, the Dodgers have him towards the end of his contract and what they do there, because who knows, they might, you know, he could be dealing with injuries and maybe they say, screw it. We won't really want to just keep him in as a pitcher and don't really want to have him in. And they're going to be paying $70 million. Now I don't know how we don't know any contract details as of right now. It's just a $70 million AAV, which is, I, I can't get over that. Um, but if it's like a, I can't imagine it's a front loaded contract. I, I, if they well, were to so that, that'd be insane. The Dodgers just obviously made a monster, massive financial commitment to Otani. Uh, you know, it's seven hundred billion over ten years, and I they're going to be extremely cautious with his arm, his elbow, uh, having him getting back out there trying to throw the ball hundred miles an hour. I I don't see I don't see them rushing him into a pitching role. Uh, anytime soon. Um, I know they're saying two years, but it just seems like they're going to hold him out, uh, uh, you know, with pitching for a good while. And I, you know, I don't know if you think maybe, maybe they do rush him back to the pet or, or to the mound. Um, I know we got Brian as a listener here, eager to get on the, on the lines and uh, talk a little Otani baseball free agency transfer to the Dodgers confirmed 10 year, $700 million deal. Thumb deal confirmed. Uh, He doesn't go to the Mets. So we'll get our Mets lead correspondent here at views from section 400 on the line because he's probably pretty pissed off that Steve Cohen Listen, they did didn't not have a make shot. a move. They didn't have a shot. The only thing is he had a free dinner. Steve Cohen gave him a free, probably $1,000 meal. Well, okay, he was never going to the Mets. 
and I think we all knew that. Money talks. He wants the dinner. <laughs> but, yeah, no, this was kind of the logical conclusion to this saga that I don't think anyone wanted to admit just because even if you're an AL t- uh, fan, fan of an American League team, you still hate the Dodgers. You still find a way to hate the Dodgers. But, you know, Otani's out there already. He has his family out there. He Pretty much all of his American ties are in L.A. And it just makes sense for him to go over to the better team in L.A. And now he has an opportunity to win a World Series. He doesn't have to really move. And, yeah, he could just he gets paid. He gets paid, what, seven, $70 million a year to play baseball? Yep, $70 million. Uh, I kind of brought it up to Will before – before you hopped in here, Brian, but I want to have your opinion on this as well. Did the Blue Jays ever have a shot, or was it that last team that comes in right at the end just to kind of uh, drive the price up a little bit? But for me, at least, it was always the Dodgers. I think I know the Blue Jays came in last second. I think it was just a bargaining chip. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I know. I think Otani's camp started to leak some nonsense with like the Cubs. Even the Cubs and the Blue Jays were two teams that were out there. And I just, they had no shot. You knew they had no shot. But it seemed like Otani just wanted to milk the Dodgers for as much as he could. And maybe that involved, you know, whatever, Steve Cohen buying him dinner. But it was, it was always the Dodgers. That was, especially after the Yankees went after Juan Soto, and they're probably going to try to re-sign him. It was, it was always the Dodgers. And I'm glad this saga is finally finally over so we can stop seeing if Otani's going to fly to Toronto on a Tuesday night. Yeah, no, uh, I think I am glad that it's over. Um, Dude, he is going to look spectacular in those Dodger white and blue jerseys. I think the jersey combo with Otani, I I don't know, man. Maybe I'm overhyping it a little bit, but I just think he's going to have such a great baseball aesthetic in that Dodger uniform. <laughs> I, I guess so. Um, I mean, that's kind of the last thing I thought about. But, yeah, no, he'll look good in that in that Dodger blue. I don't know, man. I just think he's going to have a pretty sweet aesthetic. And uh, I guess you got to wait until spring ball and uh, opening day to kind of see. But, um, yeah, no, done deal, $700 million over 10 years. The Otani saga comes to an end. He gets his team. He stays put in L.A. Um, so everything kind of works out in his favor there. Got, you know, obviously financially secure for the rest of his life. Not that he wasn't already already, but this just signifies, you know, the Otani brand uh, and, and everything. So he, he this is the best case for him. Stays in L.A. Not a big move at all. Stays close to his uh, ties in Japan. And uh, so I think it's a win-win for all parties. Dodgers get their guy. They'll be obviously in the headlines all year long. And Otani will probably continue to rake. Isn't going to be a big moving adjustment for him. Everything's the same. I don't think we see a drop-off in performance or production uh, from Otani. But he's just going to have to get back from uh, you know his injury pertaining to him getting on the mound and throwing. Once he's back to that, I think we'll see the amazing dual threat athlete that he is. Yeah, no, it's definitely a big, big move for the Dodgers. Puts them, if they weren't already contenders to win the World Series, now they're 
probably the contender to win the World Series. I wouldn't be surprised if their betting odds just skyrocket up or down, however you want to, you ever want to call it. Um, yeah. But it looks like um, the early indications on this contract, obviously it's 10, 10 years, $700 million. There's an unprecedented amount of deferrals in the contract. So I guess what that would mean is the Dodgers have an ability to really navigate the luxury tax here. Which kind of kind of annoys me. I was hoping they'd have to pay, you know, a lot of taxes there. But the exact numbers on the deferrals aren't out yet. But it does look like Otani is willing to take less money certain years to avoid luxury tax penalties for his team. So they are. It's like a little page out of Howie Roseman's book with the manipulation of the salary and. Uh, you know, obviously there's no salary cap in the MLB, but the luxury cap or tax, however you want to word it, is uh, something that obviously is a big, big component to, to teams and owners spending money. Um, so, yeah, like you said, everybody hates the Dodgers. So uh, it doesn't look like uh, anybody, the, the rest of the public's going to get any help there. Um, but in terms of the Dodgers, I do want to talk since he said everybody hates the Dodgers and I, I don't really like the Dodgers at all either. They're, they're annoying, definitely an annoying franchise, annoying team. Always good. Always. They're, they're like the Cowboys. Um, you know, they're like the Yankees. Everybody loves them, but everybody hates them. But I do want to say we will. I mean, I think there's a great chance, uh, obviously not a hundred percent chance, but like probably 80%, 90% chance here we see Otani in some postseason baseball for the first time ever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's going to be electric, dude. Yeah, we, we saw a bit of it in the World Baseball Classic last year. Right. Which we don't even have to get into that because um, you know how that ended for me as a Mets fan. But, yeah, that even that last at-bat between him – himself and Mike Trout, just seeing that kind of electricity and seeing Otani perform in that spot. You know, the World Series, I guess it's not as big as the World Baseball Classic for these guys, but it's pretty damn big. Um, and I think yeah. more people, at least here, care about it than the World Baseball Classic. So I'm excited to see what Otani can do in an MLB playoff. It's good. I think he's going to, I think it's going to be awesome. Um, just to kind of finally get a shot. Hopefully Mike Trout can get there as well. Uh, it's just such a shame to see such a superstar that he is. Uh, really might be the greatest baseball player of our lifetime, uh, you know, as we're 20, 25 years old here. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on that, man? Is, 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 is Mike Trout the greatest superstar that we've seen uh, in, our, in our short history of MLB fans? Well, he was until the emergence of Shohei Otani. Right. But I'm saying up until the last, I mean, what, you're already saying Otani over over Trout from what we've already seen from Trout? Yeah. That's crazy. What do you mean? I, I would. I mean, like, when his career is over, I could say that, but I wouldn't say right now. I would, Yeah, I was thinking maybe not right now, but, yeah, let's. let's what, what do we got on that? Yeah, I mean, let me know. Trout's career numbers are like absolutely insane. Like no one even comes close to his career, like his career war and all well, of his. What, yeah, that's what I kind of. And meant, he's got like, like every long term, every batting record you can think of. It's like whenever someone breaks a record, and it's like previous held by Mike Trout, like every time. <laughs> okay, so you. I think 
No I, comment, I, I Brian? What do you got there, dude? Him as a pitcher a little too much. So, I want to look up a stat to kind of emphasize my point here. But, yeah, Mike Trout is obviously one of the best hitters of all time. He's not pitching. He's not He's not throwing to a 270 ERA each year and striking out 200 people. No, he's not. But I'm saying we've watched Mike Trout for a lot longer. So that's kind of what I was aiming at. But, uh, yeah, definitely one of Tani's co- uh, careers said and done. Yeah, I do. I do think uh, he can take over. But Mike Trout's been that guy, man. He has. There's no denying that. But so back to back to Tani though and, and Trout. Uh, I, I think it'll be awesome to see both of them in the playoffs. But really, Otani for the first time. I get you know I get it. You touched on the World Baseball Classic and them getting a shot there. But the, just to be ultra competitive because the Angels, as we know in the MLB regular season, aren't really that competitive uh, at least the last few years. So it'll be cool to see Otani in there. Hopefully Trout can, can try and figure it out and get in, in the playoffs as well. Um, and, uh, and we'll keep rolling on. Yeah. So the stat I was looking up would have not helped my case. Uh, Mike Trout's career wins above replacement is 85, which is far and away the highest out of any active player. And I believe it's up there in terms of all time. Otani right now is at 30 in what, six years he's been in the league five years yeah so maybe at some point he gets there but like i said uh trout's kind of the greatest guy we've seen yeah no i, w- I would agree with that uh, career, career war and career ops it's like his numbers are absolutely insane they're unbelievable he's he's the guy but we'll see what otani does now it is awesome that <laughs> Uh, you know, we'll, we'll at least get to see Otani in the playoffs. Um, and how the Dodgers the Dodgers got upset by the D backs last year, right? In the uh, NLDS, so they're looking to uh, to to take the playoffs by storm this upcoming year and, and do way better because that was a pretty disappointing exit for them. Yeah, the Dodgers they got swept in that. I know. That's what I said. Extremely disappointing. Really, should say embarrassing exit. I know the uh, the Diamondbacks went on to the World Series, so uh, they got they were that red hot team. But yeah, pretty pretty disappointing for the uh, for the Dodgers. Uh, they're not they're not fucking around here. <laughs> no, they definitely uh, want to reload after that, and I don't blame them. So it'll be who else is in that rotation? I mean, obviously Otani's not going to be able to pitch this year, but. In terms of the Dodgers. Oh, for the Dodgers? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're loaded still. They got all these guys coming back from uh, injury. I mean, uh, Walker Bueller is the guy that first comes to mind. Is Dustin May still out there? So, it looks like he's not on the 40-man. Who? Uh, no, he is on the 40-man. Um, Dustin May. Yeah. So, Dustin May still out there. Walker, uh, Walker Bueller. Yeah, they got Bobby um, Miller. What about the guy who went to jail for, like, beating up his wife or girlfriend? Um, Urias? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is he out there still, or what happened to him? I don't see him on the 40. So he might still have some stuff to figure out before uh, he's back in the league. Not sure if he'll get outlawed by, like uh, Trevor Lauer, uh, Bauer did. Um, but, yeah, they. I mean, dude, they got some solid guys out there. The bullpen could always use a little bit of work. All they got is that, like, is Bruce Dahl, what's his name? Gr- Gatterall oh. or Gratterall? 
Yeah, Gatterall, he's still there. Urias is suspended for the whole season. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> yeah, that's not great for him. No, and uh, who else do they got on the rotation out there? Yeah, so it looks like um, they, they have Ryan Yarborough, for, who they acquired from the Rays, but he's not anything crazy. He was on the Royals. And the Royals for a while, yeah. He, he yeah, got, got tried to re re like revitalize, rejuvenate his career, and I guess he yeah, was able to parlay or parlay his stint or, or parlay his two stints and do a, a, a now chance with the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah and they have Ryan uh, Papoey, Papoey, Papoey. Yeah, that guy <laughs> sucks. He was decent last year, was he? <laughs> I think he I think he pitched like a two seven. Did he really? He didn't start that many games. That was oh, the issue. Okay. More of a bullpen guy. Um, it's only yeah, 26, so, though. Honestly, I mean, we don't know what we're going to get with Walt Walker, Beeler coming back. Are we? I mean, what? What? I mean, they, they might need a little bit of help still with the arms. Yeah, Tony Gonsolin's still there. The thing with the Dodgers, they'll sign some random guy to a one-year deal and he'll become Cy Young. I mean, what happened to Clayton Kershaw? I haven't kept up with his news. Did he retire? I don't think he retired, but I don't see him here. Yeah, so who knows what's up with him? He could come back and just, you know, have a very, very solid year. Even if it's not like prime Clayton Kershaw, you can count on him keeping the the team competitive. Yeah, so he's a free agent, but it doesn't look like – the Dodgers are looking to bring him back. The last update on him is the Rangers uh, were eyeing him. Huh. Interesting. Very, very interesting. That's one to play out. And do the Mets try and sneak in and get an <laughs> out of prime old Clayton Kershaw as we've seen them spend Seems big money brand, right? spend big money on uh old pitchers. Yeah, that would be pretty on brand for them uh recently. Get Clayton Kershaw in in New York. Gets to play in the two big cities, L.A. New York. Get him in there. Steve Cohen. That's a move. He that's right up his sleeve. But I think uh, I think there's I think I think dominoes are falling off the board here. Uh, Yamamoto's still out there. Is it going to be the Yankees or is it going to be the Mets or is he going to go to the West Coast? Because a lot of these free agents are starting to fall off the board. I'm getting a little worried for the Phillies as well. What move are they going to make? I need to see a little more action out of Demorowski. Have seen reports saying that he's a little, little too relaxed down there in Nashville at the winter meetings. Would like to see him be a little more aggressive here, as there's still some holes on the team that need to be addressed. But yeah, in terms of of free agents falling, who were some of the guys still uh, up on the board? If you guys know, um, who are some of the guys that are still available? for teams to sign and uh, where, where do we think, you know, the Phillies might make a move next and, and the Mets will make a move next. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned um, Yamamoto. So he's definitely the highest ranked and then right behind him, you have Blake Snell, uh, Cody Bellinger is still out there. That's a lot of top it's, talent on the market still. Yeah, but, but after that, the issue, it kind of drops it's a big off. Fall you, have like off. A, you have Sonny Gray and Jordan Montgomery, who are both decent arms. But That's decent arms. Uh, and then J.D. Martinez in his age 37 season. Yeah, he. I could see him being – I would take him on the Phillies as like a bench bat, but he's not going to want that. 
Yeah, and then behind there you have like Jorge Soler, Matt Chapman, Teoscar Hernandez. So a lot of just like decent pieces. Reese Hoskins too. Oh yeah, uh, Hoskins uh, has been heavily linked to the Cubs uh, as they look to kind of sure up the first base position over there. I want to say they might have had like Mike Ford at some point in time playing first base uh, for for them over there, and uh, I think they called up a young rookie. Um, at some point last year as well. Just forget the names on some of those guys. So it's kind of a little trial and error at first base for them. I know Trey Mancini was there for a year at one point. Um, I think he was there last year. Yeah, yeah, last year. So trial and error at the first base position, uh, heavily linked. Reese Hoskins is to the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Wouldn't be surprised if we see that one get done because the Phillies have committed to superstar Bryce Harper at first base going forward. Uh, Brian, as a Mets fan, is that the right move? Is it not the right move, or does it not really matter? Bryce is just so electric. He can play anywhere as long as he has the bat in his hand and he's in the field and he's available. Uh, you know, he'll t- keep the team extremely competitive. Yeah, I mean, eventually you're going to have to move him to DH in first base once he got up there in age. So I just think it you're kind of doing it now. And if anything, now that when he's older and he, he's forced to play at those positions, he'll have a little more experience. Yeah, that's always nice, right? And even though it was his first time ever playing, I mean, dude, I, he he kind of looked like an all-star first baseman with some of the defensive moves he's making out there. Yeah, he's an athlete, so he's going to pick that up quickly. Uh, first base is one of those things where you're either, you're either a defensive wizard over there or you're Pete Alonzo. Yeah, it's actually the point I was trying to make, though. Yeah, it was a pretty good um, example there. It helps, too. He played catcher. What was it, catcher in high school and some of college? I think it was. Yeah, Yeah, like Brian said, very athletic guy here. It's hard to be egregiously bad at first base. That's what I'm trying to say. So, I mean, as long as you're athletic over there, like Bryce Harper is, then he'll be fine. Yeah, he should be good. But what is uh? So what are some of these guys? Where I mean, where Brian? Where do the Mets make a move next here? I mean, deep dive into your inner Mets, uh, passion. Where do you? What do you want to see? Where's Steve Cohen thinking? I mean, based on what you've seen as you've been analyzing this guy now, as uh, you know, two years, three years being the owner, where where's his head at? What's the next move? Because teams are going to start heating up now that Otani is off the board. Yeah, no, my, my wish list, um, which I do think aligns with his wish list, would be Yamamoto, Jordan Montgomery, and then you need to find two bats somewhere. So maybe that's maybe that's a Guriel and maybe hey, Oscar Hernandez. Maybe. Maybe Hunter Renfro. Or just like some kind of two two decent bats to fill holes in that lineup. And then Hunter, two. Ren- Hunter Renfro seems very on brand, and then he comes in and bats like one seventy six for you guys next year. <laughs> I, I can see that. The, the two just, big things are Yamamoto and uh, Jordan Montgomery. If they can share up the rotation with those two pieces, yeah, that'd I be help, that'd be some helpful arms. I think that would make them very competitive, and I think that's what Steve Cohen wants to do. Yeah, I think. I, I don't think you're that wrong there. I just see dude, you say Hunter Renfro. It just seems like it'd be that's like a yes. I agree. That's like the exact move the Mets would make. 
and he would come in and not be very productive. And just watching him on a day game at City Field with these obnoxious, large baseball sunglasses on and just striking out four times in a day game. I can already see that aesthetic and picture that aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a guy, uh, like a Jason Bay type. <laughs> Jason Bay, man, what a disaster. But, uh, yeah, that's some good stuff there. Uh, Will, I want to, I wanna, you know, kind of collaborate here with you and brainstorm. What are some of the people or, or some guys the Phillies and Dave Dombrowski could still go after here? As, uh, like I said, Otani's off the boards, and a lot of these uh, better guys are going to start falling off off uh, the board here quickly, I think, uh, as the winter meetings stay red hot and, and continue to, uh, you know, heat up even more now that Otani is off the boards. I, I, I don't hate the Teoscar piece. He is going to strike out a lot, which is annoying. Um, but the Phillies, I think, could use a, a right hand right-handed bat that has a little pop. He's a guy I'm looking at who should be relatively cheap. Bat around 250, 260, but hopefully hit a lot of home runs uh, in CBP. So that's a guy I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind just because he might be on the cheaper side. But, Will, where's your head at here as, uh, you know, the Phillies still need to make a couple moves? Yeah, no, Teoscar Hernandez is definitely someone that I could say uh, a name I was hearing rumors of, but I don't know if it'll actually happen. I don't think so. It was weird. Was Jock Peterson was a name that was floating around a little bit uh, from a Instagram post that he posted with the Philly Fanatics. So, I mean, there, that's a possibility. But uh, I guess getting another outfielder, maybe like a true center fielder, would probably be the best thing. I mean, Marsh is okay. I like Marsh, but I think he's more of a rotational guy. And um, I think Rojas has potential. But I just think, like, watching that playoff run last year, he was such a liability up at the plate. He just couldn't hit anything. Um, did the Phillies so, go? Did the Phillies go and make a move for a Harrison Bader type bat? I don't know. I, I haven't really looked too much at the other outfielders left in free agency. Um, yeah. But I mean, I could see something like that too. But definitely I, I, a way cheaper option not breaking the bat but still getting some defensive versatility out there yeah i, I think teos is a good one because he's a he's a good hitter not the greatest outfielder but i honestly i would rather take the hitting and if we have to we'll throw marsh out there who's a good defense well that kind of seems the common trend Same thing with Rojas, so. it's a common train uh trend with the phillies the last couple of years as they just kind of say screw the defense We'll score more runs than you. Uh, and we've kind of seen it blow up in their face in the playoffs as they haven't scored runs or they got shut down by the Diamondbacks and more, uh, you know, they weren't able to get it done. So maybe they go for a defensive option that, that cleans that up. I don't know if they'll do it, but they need to clean the outfield up. I, I don't mind. I don't hate Brandon Marsh in left field or, or in center field, but you obviously have to clean up that. That, that that hole that would be open wherever you place him. I don't think Rojas is the guy. Uh, I, I guess he can give him a shot in spring training, try him out a little bit, but let's not let's not you know be the definition of insanity and, and try the same thing over again. The guy doesn't have it in the playoffs. Moment's too big, um, and I think if if he shows he doesn't have it during the year and there's signs of any doubt 
you got to go make a move and uh, and clean that spot up. Yeah, I just want to butt in here. Um, so I know Will mentioned Jock Peterson. If that does happen, the Phillies might finally be able to beat the Mets in the regular season because Jock Peterson, for some reason, gets half of his home runs every season against the New York Mets. So that would not be a bad, bad signing by David Dombrowski at all. Yeah, so uh, I saw that post too. I also thought I thought I saw some reports saying that he was just trolling, and he's a troll because remember he did play for the Braves. Um, so I thought possibly that was maybe a little bit of a troll, but it'd be yeah. I mean, I would take the addition of Jock Peterson. Sure, he's going to strike out a lot. He's not going to hit for average, but he's got some pop in the bat. Uh, he's a good bench guy. And he's got, you know, play, playoff experience. Pretty sure he won, won a World Series with the Dodgers, no? Might have won one with, um, I think he has two. Didn't he win one with the Braves? Oh, yeah. I, I think he did win one with the Braves. So, this is a guy with experience. And the Phillies are, are all in for the playoffs and World Series. He's a guy you're going to want in a late October bat. Or at bat. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I mean, yeah, he has two World Series. He's been there three times. Uh, he lost. He's got the experience. The Phillies are all in for a World Series. So, do we see a Phillies? Because the Phillies are getting like the Astros here, pretty consistent to the NLCS every year. Uh, do we see a Dodgers Phillies NLCS brewing up for this upcoming season? God, please no. That would be unbelievable. I would not like that at all. But you don't want either of those teams going to the World Series. No. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd rather take the Dodgers, I guess, especially to see Otani in a World Series, but that still wouldn't be fun. That would be crazy. Would we get the same hyped-up Otani reaction that we got in in uh, when Japan won the World Baseball Classic? See, with him, I don't know. Right? But I feel like the first time in the playoffs for the MLB when he's been in the league for so long, he's he's going to – He's going to be excited when he gets there. I know he's been itching to win. He seems he seems like a guy that really wants to win, and that's why I left the Angels. And that's yeah. why the Angels kind of sold their future and didn't trade him to try to buy at the deadline last year and obviously didn't work out, but they tried. What if we get, and this is obviously a long shot, but it would be hilarious and also awesome at the same time, Mike Trout versus Otani, Angels-Dodgers World Series. I'd break the internet. I'd be nuts. <laughs> I just I don't think that'll ever happen, but it would be it would be nuts. But it's possible to happen. No, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but uh definitely oh, oh. a long definitely a long shot, like I said. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be super cool. But um those Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, if that's even still what they're called. I know they change names every five years. But <laughs> they got some work to do. So let's, yeah, I mean, uh, we can kind of touch on that here as, uh, you know, we will, uh, we, we can also get, get to wrapping this up as well soon, but, uh, yeah, with the angels, let's kind of look at where they stand, right? So they lose Otani, Mike Trout's battling the injury bug should come back healthy for the start of the regular season. Um, maybe they're a little cautious with them in the first couple weeks, but should get him trending back in the right direction, but he is getting older. And and he's getting a little more injury prone as we've seen the last few years uh, with with some with some stints on uh, the injured list. So Otani 
getting old or, or not Otani, excuse me, Trout getting older with battling the injury bug as the last couple of years, you know, what kind of pieces do they have? What arms do they have? What's their bullpen look like? You know, I, I don't really know. I don't know where they go from here. I mean, are they going to be active in free agency? Are they going to just absolutely tank next year? Where, where, what's the direction uh, that fr- uh, this franchise should take? Yeah, I think it's a rebuilding scenario. Um, they do have a pretty large roster right now just because it's full of young, ki- young, young kids. Uh, still Tyler Anderson kicking around in the rotation. Griffin Canning, Reed Detmers. Uh, oh, it's pretty gross after that. None of those guys really moved the needle for me either, right? Like it's Patrick mean... Sandoval is probably the best one there. For what? For for pitcher? Yeah, yeah. He's you know he's he's a nice piece, I guess. He's okay, but again, these are all just like solid role guys or solid like like all those pitchers are solid like number threes. Yeah. Maybe number two, like low end two. But, I mean, none of those guys are ace. Would you Would consider you... any of those guys an ace? No, probably not. I uh, Reed Detmers maybe one day could turn into one. Maybe like a 1B. Maybe. But, I mean, not maybe. But maybe one day. Um, yeah, so, like you said, but a rebuilding year, they're running out of time with Mike Trout. I think Trout's, it's about, it's about that time. Uh, to move on from him, especially with Mickey Moniak, kind of. I mean, Mickey Moniak looked decent last year. He's definitely uh, a guy who can carve out a nice, solid, you know, career in the MLB. Yeah, he's still 25, so it might be. Uh, there's not many outfielders be- behind him or Mike Trout on that team, but it might be kind of, you know, smart of the Angels to get rid of Trout and let. Moniac kind of have a full shot to be the star of that team. Yeah, I mean, people forget the Phillies drafted him when he was 18 years old. Yeah, he's, he's only 25. Very young. Just his name has been around in the news for, you know, obviously it feels like the last, what, five, six, seven years um, because of when he got drafted and he was the number one overall pick. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's what's so weird about baseball is these guys get drafted right out of high school, but they're not ready to go until they're 23, 24, 25. Um, so he's definitely a guy that, you know, in his, like, tw- age 26 or 27 season, you know, the Phillies will look back on and be like, damn, how, how, why did we trade that guy? Especially when I think the moves they made, one of them was Logan Ohape and one of them was Mickey Moniak. But it basically – you know, sending off those two guys netted the Phillies back. Brandon Marsh, who's still on the team and is a solid, solid contributor. But the other guy's Noah Syndergaard. And I don't even know if he's in the league and plays baseball anymore. So if Ohapi and Moniak turn out to be great stars and all we did was got back Brandon Marsh and Noah Syndergaard who struggled to reach 92 on his fastball, uh, it's going to be very disappointing and frustrating. Yeah, Ohapi looked pretty good last year, too. I know he got hurt and he was out for most of the season. But yeah. when he was healthy, he looked good. It's, um, uh, but yeah, Noah Syndergaard was died. Does he play baseball anymore? I, I'm looking. I, I, he has to be a free agent. <laughs> I, I think he got a shot with the Indians, or sorry, the Guardians, 
uh, at the end of the year last year, and he was so bad. They like he he got maybe three or four starts, and then they cut him. He's he's thirty one years old. Like, like he's not even that old. He's just not good. He, he, after his injuries, he can't throw the ball hard anymore. Yeah, so he still is on the Guardians. It looks like. Oh, he didn't get cut. He might as well have. He went two and six with a six and a half ERA last year. Yeah, it was not very good in the starts he got. That's eighteen. That's over eighteen starts too. So that's not that's not a small sample size with a six and a half ERA. No, I mean he got a, he got a lot of uh, what was he? Where did he where did he go? Was he got a shot with the Dodgers? Yeah, he played a little bit with the Dodgers. I think that was in twenty twenty two. Oh, the Angels in twenty twenty two. He had a three eight three with them. And then a four point one two with the Phillies, so still like serviceable, but not yeah, but not great. And then last year he started with the Dodgers, went one and four with a seven one six. Right, that's what I remember. He was horrendous, and he was a little bit better on the Guardians. He had a five point four, but still not great. So I don't know where he goes from here. But the last time he was a sub four ERA for a full season was twenty eighteen. Yeah, maybe the Angels go back out and get him because they they could use some help. Go go! <laughs> he should look to try and transform into like a bullpen arm and be like a five six or seven guy, like seventh inning guy. Because he he's not a starter anymore. I mean, yeah, you get him second time through the lineup. It's batting practice. Yeah, the issue is he can't throw hard anymore. Right. So that's uh, that's what I said. You know. Gets gets to see hitters two, three, four times or two or three times. It turns into batting practice because they just sit on it and they know when they get that fastball, it's it's going out of the park. Yeah, I just it seems like that that year off just killed them. Yeah, it did. But um, yeah, other than that, any other major news or, or big big topics we got to talk about here? Uh, anything else you want to say, Brian or Will? Uh, I think that. Kind of sh- uh, wraps up everything kind of that's going on right now. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll uh, unless you guys got anything else, we can uh, jump back on the next time we get a big, uh, big headline. I'm assuming it'll probably be when Yamamoto signs. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the only other thing I have, it's not baseball related, but Dylan Gabriel goes to Oregon. Uh, we have a write up on the website just about that. So check that out. But yeah, no, that's that's all for me in terms of baseball. But I'm hoping, I have my fingers crossed, we get some Yamamoto to the Mets news soon. Well, I think, uh, like I was saying, we will get uh, some, 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 some action now. Some crazy action now that Otani's off the board. Teams are going to start itching to make a move. Um, Yamamoto might be next. Is it the Mets? Seems likely. They got Kodai Senga there. Could be a good little one-two punch at the top of the rotation, but we don't know until it happens when that news breaks, we'll get right back into space and break it all down for you. And, uh, you know, even if you don't listen live, you can catch it over on our audio audio only, uh, spots where we play over on Spotify and Apple music or wherever it gets, uh, you get your podcasts. Uh, so definitely check it out. Look out for that. We will catch y'all in the next one. Appreciate everybody listening. Have a great rest of your day.